Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 81 of the Life Short Live Free podcast, a show where we talk about all things freedom and whatever else trips our freedom triggers. Today we got a great show lined up for you. We talk a little bit about the the food plants burning down uh, that we've been hearing about and whether there's actually something to that. Um, a little bit about the upcoming food shortages and what we can do to help minimize the impact on us. Then we uh, have a little conversation about who's actually the radicals. You hear a lot about radicals on both sides. Who actually are they? A few other good topics, including some people deserve to be slapped in the face. We are brought to you by a couple of great sponsors, the first of which is Ballistic Imagery, photography and videography, hard-hitting imagery making an impact on your company. Find them on Facebook and BallisticImagery.com. We're also brought to you by Shyworks, Iowa's customer preferred Cerakote applicator. Check them out at Shyworks.com as well as on their Facebook and uh, most recently their Twitter. Go check that out. They pretty much can take your, your gun how you want it to look and, and make, it a, make it a reality. Also offering lasered magazines, Glock backplates, mag bases, all sorts of great stuff on their website. You can use coupon code LSLF10. You get 10% off everything on their website on shyworks.com that's coupon code lslf10 so make sure you go and check that out without further ado let's dive into the show yeah yesterday yesterday was brutal like i my eyes my eyes because i was out in the you know fighting some fires and shit but just uh the grit and it wasn't even the smoke it was like all the grit and the sand and the shit that got in my eyes like but my eyes hurt all freaking night yeah so when i drove into town uh yesterday there there was obviously a lot of smoke mm-hmm. but the dust was so bad even when there wasn't fire it was still looked like a fucking dust storm you couldn't see more than a couple miles because the dust was so bad right and i got into the south side of lamar's you know where they're adding on that whole new fucking subdivision and everything's mm-hmm. bare dirt mm-hmm. dude there was like it looked like sand dunes there was like dunes of fucking dirt and shit blowing around because they're it's all so dry yeah. and they have everything stripped off it so it's all bare dirt there's no grass mm-hmm. no nothing and it's just blowing across the highway there's a couple houses on the east side of the highway of k49 as you come into town they got like fucking what looks like snow drifts but it's dirt in their fucking driveway construction from dirt across is terrible for oh, that fuck, so fucking dusty so bad. that really fine yeah wow, i hate that stuff oh man yeah i was working with moody not this last week but the week before you know when it was still cold and we had a real windy day we went out there Oh, I messaged him in the morning. I was like, hey, you working? He was like, yeah, come up whenever you want. So I came up there. Oh, he messaged me. He was like, yeah, it's miserable. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's motivating. <laughs> right. He didn't say anything else. So I was like, I guess I'll go try it. So we went, and went up there about 45 minutes later. It was so cold. It was like 30 degrees, maybe 35 degrees, but the wind was blowing directly into our faces and it was going like 40 mile an hour. Well, turn At around. Least, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it was awful. And I was working on a retaining wall and I was backfilling it and raking the gravel and shit behind it. And it would, like several times, I was that close to the wind just blowing me off. Like I'd scoop some rock somewhere and turn around and lift one foot and it'd fucking blow me off. And eventually I'm just like, this and just threw my shovel on the ground went over to moody and he's like this is fucking miserable <laughs> just, let's just leave this is terrible 
like I was trying to dig a trench on the north side of the, on the south side of the house too. And every time I would lift the shovel up, it would blow the shovel away from where I was trying to. <laughs> mm. I was like, this is the most frustrating <laughs> shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't miss that about working outside. Yeah. Shit's miserable. Dude, yeah. It's but just... you imagine like how it must have been back in the 30s, like actual dust storms just Ugh. decimated everything. Dude, I felt like it was kind of funny, like on that south side of Lamar's, because that's what it looked like. Like it was like there was a cloud of fucking dust over Lamar's, you mm-hmm. know? And it was like all these new houses and that new development were all just getting fucking sandblasted, yeah. man. All that. They're going to have to hose their entire oh, houses down. Just terrible. Yeah. I've noticed that, like, anymore when it does rain, just like when it just, not like a lot of rain, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know, a decent rain or whatever. You, my car gets dirtier. Just from oh, yeah. all the fucking dust in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll wash it, park it. It rains, it sprinkles a little bit, and it's just covered in dust. Yep. And... Yeah, because it never rains when it's calm out. It rains when it's 30-mile-an-hour winds with all that dust flying around. Yeah. I wonder, it, it does, does it seem like it's, this is not typical, like as as windy as it's been, it's this global warming. Is this is it? I mean, is this typical for spring weather? I mean, kinda. We usually don't have such long stretches of it in a row. Mm-hmm. But I mean, dry long dry stretches. Yeah, it's April. It's supposed to be April showers. Where the fuck are the April showers? Come on, man. Yep. Um, I don't know. Let's do some. Uh, you guys want to do some whiskey of the week? Let's sure. do some whiskey. Let's do some Let's whiskey, do guys. Some whiskey. Whiskey. Right. Of the week. It's been a long time since we've had uh, a few few months since we've had the whiskey of the week. That yep. should be our our new whiskey intro. Let's, well, do, let's do some whiskey. Let's do Let's some whiskey. I got some whiskey. You guys want to do it? <laughs> what do we got here today? A little Elijah Craig small batch, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, yep. ninety four proof. First to char oak bar- oak barrels. What does that mean? So they're they're not uh I think it's they're not a reused charred barrel. Ah, uh, um, that would make sense. So it was yeah, it's the first use on a freshly charred barrel. Hmm. I, I believe. Wa- I believe. I watched a little documentary and these bottles are so fucking hard to pour out. <laughs> oh, so I'm definitely gonna dump them everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I watched the deal how they make those bottle or those uh, barrels. Those barrels one time. It's it's pretty interesting. There's be that's like people do that make their entire living. That's like there's mm-hmm. like that's all they do their entire Burning life. The is inside make of those, a barrel. Just make yeah. those barrels. They're like master barrel makers. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Mm, she smells strong, like a 94 proof. Oh, I still, damn it. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I did it, guys. I didn't get it on this side. I just saw that the Fail. labels all went on the side. Lick it. No, Lick it off, box. No, thank you. <laughs> it does, I mean, it smells like it's going to have good flavor, though. So it's a made in true small batches for balance and smoothness. There's really not much. How much was this? Um... Uh, you know, I don't remember. This is supposed I to be. Say, this isn't. This is a relatively nicer. Yeah, whiskey, I want right? to say like thirty or thirty-five bucks compared to what we've been been drinking the last. Uh, like, yeah. Somebody two that years. actually knows whiskey's like thirty-five dollars. That's trash. <laughs> yeah, that's like high dollar for us guys. Come on now, that's mediocre. So before you take a sip, is there any chance this could be on the podium? What? How would I know that? 
without testing it. Do you think there could be any chance this could be on the podium? Well, I think the name the name gives it a reputation. I've right? seen like people know Elijah Craig, so I feel like there it's it's one of those fifteen dollar trash whiskey. So that yeah. I mean, it's you know what I feel possible. like. I feel like the the stuff's been on the podium for so long that our we're gonna have to taste it have again. Probably yeah. changed because we've drank a lot of whiskey. Our tastes have probably matured yeah. matured since then. It's got an interesting. There's some kind of smell to it that I can't put my finger on. I smell like caramel. It's got something sweet like that. Yeah, is the is the major major smell that I get. Yep, I, I smell saw, stuff. I actually <laughs> saw a commercial about a whiskey, and I don't remember which one it was, but it was basically saying that there's like over 200 flavor notes to discover. So like, it, it basically, you just keep drinking it until you taste all the tastes. <laughs> it was like it was a weird commercial. I don't remember what whiskey until it was you for. guess them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, like over two hundred flavor notes to discover. It's got good. I mean, it smells good. Yeah, it smells really smooth. Is it smooth, and like it doesn't burn the nostrils. Is it smooth? How's it taste? Sounds very smooth. Oh. Mm. You don't gotta mm when you drink, Sam. Just for noises. Mm. Sam's like, oh, it's quiet. I better go mm or something. <laughs> yeah, I do that. <laughs> I gotta fill. Gotta fill the void. <laughs> That's good. I don't. It is. It is. It's smooth. The flavor is. It's very warm. I think that has something yes. to do with. I bet it would be better if it was even better if it was cold. Chilled. Yeah. We need a fridge I, up here. I have discovered that um, anything on the rocks is always better. Yes. Um, yeah. Whether that and now mango on habanero? the rocks. No. <laughs> you said anything. I should clarify, I guess. Um, <laughs> on the rocks, you know, you get that water melding in with it too. So by the time your drink is done, there are there is some whiskey snobs that drink it with whiskey stones. Yeah, that way it doesn't dilute doesn't the chills it without watering it down. Right, and I kind of I kind of enjoy the on the rocks because you know your first few drinks are really you know you get the full flavor, and then by yeah. the time you're done, you know you just get. The, I kind of like that personally. Yeah. But I suppose if I was drinking like two hundred dollar whiskey, An expensive, yeah, I'd want it the full experience. But yeah, this is uh, I I bet this could compete with the with the ones on the podium. I think so too. One There's the, like uh, to me, it's very um, caramel and vanilla are the like yeah, a main main flavors that I get out of it. I get vanilla definitely in the in the smell. My 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 flavor senses are a little bit whack, so I can't pinpoint much. Definitely, definitely some caramel flavor, like right the aftertaste, initially. The aftertaste, I almost get like a, almost like a cherry flavor. In like I the can, aftertaste, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I can see like that. Like the initial flavors that I get are like caramel and vanilla, but after I've swallowed it, and you still have like that mouth feel, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like a cherry flavor i could i could see that yeah i i would agree i would agree you think they you think anybody offers whiskey tasting classes i'm sure they do of course they do they, but they're probably like five thousand dollars or they something offer wine tasting classes that actually, teach you how to taste wine and smell wine and things like that i'm sure they would do the same with whiskey actually i got uh i got roped into that skillshare because i was using it and then i did the typical thing yeah i forgot to cancel it and it pissed me <laughs> off it pissed me off because i i, I used the first month for free yep. and then i had an alarm set on my phone and it's like 
Oh, yeah, uh, I need to do that. So I was going to go cancel it. And they're like, are you sure you want to cancel? We'll offer you another month for free. I'm like, well, sure. And then I forgot, <laughs> to, I forgot to cancel it. And then they I, they didn't send me an email or anything. They're just like, I just get a notification. Skillshare charged you for the full, and it's a full year, and you can't get a refund. So now I'm like, so anyways, I'm wondering if they got like, you think they have that oh, type I'm of sure classes they, on I there? They oh, I should check it out. So if you guys want to learn shit, let me know. Skillshare. You can use my account. Somebody's got to use it. If sometimes, if you catch it quick enough, you can email them like within two or three days after yeah. it's renewed and yeah. be like, "Hey, I, but I don't want this." See, but right. Sam's loaded, so he doesn't care. Yeah, fucking <laughs> money thrown around. <laughs> it's no, it's a tax write off. To... <laughs> <laughs> and but actually, you know, I kind of felt bad because I did use it for two months free, you know, and I was actually taking classes and shit. So I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll suppose I'll just. What did you have classes on? I was just learning uh, Fusion 360. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, speaking of which, have I got the deal for you? I found a new mill, a CNC, like a legit thing. Remind me to show this to you after, okay. afterwards. It's I'm pretty stoked about <clears throat> it. Um, but they use the reason I thought of that is they use Fusion 360 for the for that stuff. But back to the whiskey. Um, one one of these days we're gonna have to compare it with the stuff on the podium because it's. The more I drink it, the less I like it. Really? Yeah, the last two have made me like <laughs> lurch. Well, this is this is forty six, forty seven percent compared to those on the podium. I would bet those are thirty five, between thirty five and forty percent. Forty or forty five, aren't they? Uh, Cedar Ridge is forty three. Oh. Uh, seventeen ninety two is forty six point eight five. You was wrong, Sam. All right. Well, was, there goes that theory. I was definitely so they're wrong. all like 85 to 90 proof. All right. Well, I guess one of these days we're going to actually have to. Uh, because like I said, that's been like probably a year to two years ago that those have been up on the podium. So I guarantee yeah, I you that I think Maker's our... Mark was the latest edition. And shit, that's... Toad was still here, I think, when yeah. we did Maker's Mark. So. We were still in the, <clears throat> still in the uh, office. Were we? Yeah, I guarantee our tastes have changed. We'll have yeah. to have to update. We're gonna have to test every single one of them at once. One go. Should we just mix them? Let's mix every single one together. Do a yard sale? That's what I call that. <laughs> no, I am out. <laughs> I will be sick that day. Well, no, you could you could just like take droppers of uh, every single one, like you know, a couple millimeters of every single one, milliliters. I mean. <laughs> Mix it all together into one. That's good. That, see how horrible it's it would kind be? of like mixing all the colors. Yeah, it just turns, turns out brown. brown. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Straight garbage. Or maybe it would be the most magical whiskey we ever tried. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. It's not. We would not add mango habanero to it though, because that oh, would yeah, be that's gonna be that's, that'd be the one thing to add some flavor to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty disgusting. I don't know. I I think it's pretty good. Do you guys... It's very smooth for a 94-proof whiskey. Do you guys say. keep any whiskeys or vodka just like in your in your Liquor preps? cabinet? I mean, as in your preps? I've had some... I've got about an ounce of Old Camp in my, in my freezer from when I t found out it was made by Florida Georgia Line and I've refused to drink it. <laughs> Does that count? The, yeah. 
but here's the thing, Box. It wasn't actually made by them. They just decided Attached they wanted a whiskey. Own so the they, company. Yeah, they're just like, well, we're going to say we make this stuff. So mm. don't feel bad. You can drink it. It's okay. You're still an American. I no, there's like not even enough in there. to. That was pretty <laughs> decent whiskey, though. Okay. So you got to commend yeah. them for their taste on their whiskey. At they least. probably never even tasted it. Probably not. They don't look like whiskey drinkers. Old Camp. Did we try Old Camp? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I, I feel it. like it sounds familiar, like we've had Yeah, it. that was one of our... Uh, that was one Toad actually liked. Was it? That was one of our favorites. It's not, it was, didn't make it to the podium, but it was pretty good stuff. <laughs> Anyways, I was as far as like uh, whiskey and vodka preps, I think they're good to keep like, you know, several bottles of them in your basement or whatever, just because it'd be a good good uh bartering with people hey you know i need some whatever what do you got well i got a bottle of whiskey i got a bottle of vodka well vodka can be used for a number of things too yeah. right i've always got a couple half gallons of tito's laying around well i mean look at we got a shitload of whiskey here but i mean like untouched stuff like i think i might buy yeah. some just like some decent vodka um you know gray goose or whatever have some bottles of that on hand, some, Dude, some Tito's, decent whiskey. Tito's is pretty fucking good for fairly inexpensive. Right. It's cheaper than like Grey Goose or Belvedere, or, you know. All right. I might start doing that. I might start start doing that. <clears throat> um, last episode, we talked about um, food preps and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we ran across some, uh, some, some other information yeah. this week about uh, what, what's food Just plants food burning Processing down? plants, yeah. Over the last uh, six months, have been uh, uh, catching. Uh, what do you? What would you go, call it? Catching on fire uh, and burning down in blaze. mysterious instances. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it the thing that the thing that struck me as odd was that these. I don't know. I guess I don't know if it's necessarily the government, but you've been hearing it a lot, like. Oh, by August, we're going to be in severe food shortages. Like, how are you predicting a how are you predicting a date of when we're going to be facing food shortages? And then, miraculously, all of these processing plants are catching on fire or getting hit by airplanes and exploding. Yeah, and you 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 were talking about this, so I googled it, and, and there's an article here. Um, this one says a string of fires destroy, destroy food processing facilities across America. And there's, it, it names like five of these. And these are all happened within the last three months, yeah. March, April, May. And they're, they're all very, just very odd occurrences. Like, um, one, a, a freaking airplane crashed into it. And they're on this, the same day, another one burned down. Um, April 13th, a major food California processing plant, Taylor um, foods burned completely, completely to the ground. Just really weird. There was, it's just, it's just a a weird occurrence that the the people will be talking about food shortages and then all of a sudden, Oh, all these plants start burning to the ground. It's like, gee, let's, let's put two and two together here. Let's see what the is going on. It's not, that's not, it seems very, uh, Strange coincidence, if it is a coincidence, that all of these places would be magically burning down this year when we're facing what we see to be food shortages because of, I don't know what you would call it, world events. 
Can you say though that it's just a coincidence? I mean, honestly, let, like it, you can, right? But if you look at all the, I mean, the bullshit that people are pulling, <clears throat> the the stuff that the, our government we know that has came to light that is done, like would you put it by them? No, to do this um, ske- sketchy shit like this. Knowing the food processing industry fairly well at this point, um, and knowing kind of how these plants operate. It's not unbelievable that a place would catch fire, right? Um, I mean, you have to understand how much how much electricity is run through these places. Right. Like astronomical amounts of electricity, power lines, breakers, right. you know, astronomical amounts of electricity. And then on top of that, you have insane amounts of hydraulics as well. So there's huge hydraulic systems in these places. Um, So, I mean, if you do happen to have a fire and and it happens to catch some hydraulics on fire and there's a hydraulic oil fire, that's going to be pretty tough to put out, right? So you're going to see some major losses. Um, To me, it doesn't seem unbelievable that, you know, plants would be catching fire, but it's the the frequency at which all these different places are catching fire which has me suspicious right well, i'm going to i'm uh, the outlier here i'm i don't think this is unusual at all i was i was looking it up i was curious about this so there is upwards of 31,000 processing plants in america mm-hmm. and there every year there's Upwards of one thousand to t- or twelve hundred fires in these mm. processing plants, so that's a lot. This is, this doesn't seem unusual to me at all. The- and not only that, this I saw found an article from 2016 that says the total cost of fire in the U.S. in 2011 was 329 billion dollars, and the food products industry has the most combustible dust in its incidents being responsible for 24% of all incidents across all in- industries. And the race isn't even close. Wood products come in second at 15%. Yeah. So I think I brought it up last episode. I think we were talking about this, about fear driving the food shortage. And I think this is, this is another... a fun thing that people like us can look at and read the headlines and be like, that's awfully f***ing suspicious. And people run with it without looking into it. Yeah. And then we drive our own food shortage. Yeah. I could see that being a possibility too. I, like I said, Maybe. I think that, like I said before, I don't think it's suspicious that these places are catching on fire, right? Like if you look at how, if you would understand how, complex these plants are it's not unbelievable to think that they would catch fire a lot like there's so much going on you have so many employees so much electricity so much hydraulics all this shit that are potentials for fire um and and not to mention all the contractors like us that go in there and weld on shit Mm -hmm. with all these flammable materials around you know it's not unbelievable to think that plants catch fire the the thing that I find suspicious is the frequency of these major losses, right? Like it's not, there was a fire and they put it out 
and they lost, you know, it's going to cost them $15 million to repair it. Right. It's these places that are completely burning to the ground. Like there was one of the stories that I read that was like, there was, um, they made like uh, vegetable oil and olive oil and shit like that. So there was a lot of flammable liquids there and it took 45 minutes. There was like the initial people who responded to the fire. It was like one truck and four people responded to this fire. And then it took 45 minutes for anybody else to get there to help put out the fire. And they needed like foam well, products to help, you know, because you can't fight an oil fire with water. Right. So they needed foam. But then it was like 45 minutes for anybody else to get there to help. And it's just to me, it, it seems like. I don't know. It's just there's massive. A lot of these are like total loss plants and. A lot of them. Well, how many is a lot? Four or five, I don't think qualifies as a lot. And I just looked it up again. The number in 2017 was 36,000, almost 37,000. So five or six plants out of 37. Yeah. Out of 37,000. That's but you also minuscule. Have to, yeah, but you also have to understand. You also have to look at what what is the significance of all those plants? Because the 35,000 plants, how many? How many? beef plants are there in the united states that that run you know like how many make what percentage because there's probably you know ten thousand beef processing plants in the united states but there's like 12 of them that produce like 90 percent so if you lose one of those 12 you know because any any local butcher shop can is considered a processing plant right so, I mean, you have to look at the volume that they produce or the percentage of that product of the nationwide product that they produce. You're saying there's not that many huge ones. There's not that many big processing plants that truly contribute a, a majority or a, a large percentage of the products. That and they, the big ones that are the ones, there's one, the ones being hit. The ones you were talking about was Azure Standard Headquarters. They are the USA's largest independent food distributor. In Oregon? Um, yeah, right. I believe so, yes. That's the one you're talking about. With and the oil. Yeah, and it's not odd. For Well, uh, they say honey, oil, and vinegar will be out of stock as a result of the damage. So they're saying supposedly nationwide. We'll see yeah. if that happens or not. Um, but because on they the other are side, the largest producer of those items. Right. But on yeah. the other side of it, it's not unusual for four people to show, at least on a, like our department, say Titan burns down in the middle of the afternoon, you know, yeah. um, our department's going to be pretty, pretty scant in yep. the middle of the day. And yep. maybe that was the same situation, Could you know, be. and then it takes a long time for the reinforcements to show up, you know, yep. whether, whether you're calling a mutual aid from another, you know, another city or another department or whatnot. Yeah. So that, that in and of itself is not that, is not that odd, but, but say, say we're going with Jesse's theory that, um, they're trying to create a food shortage, essentially. Mm -hmm. oh, that, by, that, that's not, not really what I'm saying. I'm saying the people are creating our own food shortage. The media, the media has, yeah, well, I guess maybe Tucker Carlson or something. I think he did a, a article or a piece on it the other day. But other than that, the media and all the, I see this on Instagram. Everybody's like, oh, the news just isn't talking about this. But this is, that's where they're getting this information and they're reading their headlines and they're running with it. 
But and why they, would the president of the United States come out and start talking about there's going to be food shortages? Like, what? what's the goal of that? I don't understand his reasoning for bringing that up. That what, seems odd. Well, Johnson said something about Ukraine and their wheat production or whatever. Yep. Yeah, so they're like one of the world's largest producers of wheat. Therefore, any kind of wheat products. They're also a major producer of fertilizer. Therefore, fertilizer is going to be very expensive for us to purchase here in the United States for our crops. Mm -hmm. So then our crops are going to be more expensive and people and farmers who can't afford to uh, can't afford the price increase of fertilizer are going to have lower yield because of the lack of fertilizer. Therefore, there's going to be less food circulating, oh. right? The supply is going to be lower because of lack of fertilizer and any of the imported goods that come from Ukraine or any other affected area, they just, they're not going to be there. Right? My, so, I mean, my, you're going to have a supply shortage. My biggest problem with the whole thing is everything I happen to see about it is everyone sees like this, these collages of all these headlines that say, food plant burns down or food plant or plane flies into food plant and all this mm. shit like this. And they're like, we're under attack. This is definite. This is happening. How can you not see what's going on? But they don't realize there's three fires in the food plant, food processing plant, processing plant across America every single fucking day. Yeah. So I don't, how can you, how can you definitively say we're under attack? You, did you even well, read any of these kind of articles or, oh, not, not, necessarily right. talking to you but all these people that are like we're under attack this is what's happening yeah do you realize how many food processing processing plants there are how many fires there are every year on these places yeah and like i just dealt with there was a, a plant that i'm working on in a in on a project and they just had a fire but it was a fire that was reported as a fire but they put it out themselves you know, yeah. they a fucking wall got charred, and the people in the play in, right, they in got working in that room grabbed the fire extinguisher and got it put out. You right. know, it wasn't. Well, that's that's a lot of what the a lot of these headlines that I've seen are too. They say, "Oh, there's been massive or a lot of damage done at this plant," but then you read into it and you're like, "Oh, that's really not going to affect this plant really much at all." Like there was a couple that. Yeah, they may a, lose like one a, processing yeah. area for one type of product. There was a for couple a week and a half, and there was a couple where plane crashes into a food plant where it actually crashed into like a, a steam a tower or whatever like that, yeah. where it had and it didn't even hurt anything and it had yeah, no it influence or whatever. And another one was like it crashed in the parking lot and hit a couple of empty semi trailers and had yeah. nothing to do with anything. But they see these headlines and they're like, oh my God. Well, that's typical for anything. I mean, there's always going to be sensationalism in in headlines. Um, I just still find it... I still find it odd that we're almost... I don't know. Like the, It seems like the headlines and everything and everybody talking about it is pushing for a food shortage. It's almost like... Yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. I don't want to say that there's absolutely no fucking interference here or anything odd going on. There could be... Who knows? Maybe there's a bunch of Russian agents in the, in the United States doing all this bullshit trying to fuck us over. But we don't know anything. Aside from... If, for all we know, this is totally fucking normal and nothing is going on. But people... Like, I think like us latch onto it and they post all these headlines and collages of headlines and other stupid people see them and don't do any research whatsoever and continue posting it. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. And something yeah. like this, 
absolutely could create a food shortage in itself. Right. And I think, I guess, just my biggest fear is that it is an internal thing where <coughs> it's just another way for them to push for uh, government dependency. Yeah, I think I think that's my, just my that's biggest my whole fear. Thinking on it, I, and frankly, that was my initial thought. I don't yes. think that it would be like boxes. <clears throat> maybe it's the Russians. Hell no, it wouldn't be the Russians. If it's anybody, it's our own government. Yeah, and, and I just, it's sad I, that I even think like that, but I, that's the way I view it as. I, I guess I don't. I don't have any reason to believe it is our government doing it, but it, that's just my initial fear: is that it's just another push for government control and government dependency right and that's just kind of in the whole grand scheme of countries moving towards communism that's kind of how this story goes right right people get hungry and they wait in bread lines to get food from the government right and if we can make a food shortage happen and make people depend on going to the government to ask for food yeah. So, really, is this even a bad thing, though? Like, I mean, people... yeah, it's a bad thing when people are short of food. That's no. A bad thing. I'm saying, like, we're we're talking about this. Hey, this could happen. You know, it, it makes people like me not panic, but go out and buy. You know, buy supplies, get like stock up. Like, uh, you well, know, that's, I'm, that's this what weekend I'm purchasing. The food shortage. Not really. is by people buying in bulk when they normally wouldn't. Eh, no, because, because like that I'm buying a spike in demand and a big dip in supply. When people, when mass amounts of people see these types of things and go, "I need to stock up all at one time." Look what happened with toilet paper two years ago. It was the same fucking situation. The supply went to fucking nothing because the demand spiked because there was a scare and everybody bought in bulk. Right? Everybody went to stock up. All at one time. Yeah, but the majority of people like these. These are not like the mainstream media is not screaming this. This is kind of like you know low well, level didn't stuff. Scream about fucking toilet paper either, but it. But went, the majority it of people, ran through social media big time. I yeah, but I don't feel like like I feel like this is just going to push people on the edge, like thinking about preparing. You know, just into it a little bit more. Like me, I'm buying another month's supply of uh, shelf, 25 year shelf, shelf stable food yeah. this weekend. Uh, just because I would like to have that. Like, ultimately, my goal is to have a year supply um, of that, you know, just stored away. You know, it's going to last for a long time. Great. Um, and then supplement maybe, that with other stuff. But maybe you should think about. Um more self-sustaining well and we are like we're i mean we're gardening and stuff like that too and you think you should like move out into the country and like you know get some animals who produce i like, don't have hundreds of thousands eat, of dollars to, or, like, to buy a farm out you in know the like some goats or a cow that could produce milk and then you could also have meat and you know i'm just some thinking useless horses <laughs> hey if i need fucking glue or <laughs> meat in a dire situation. Touché. I got quite a bit. Well, my thinking on that whole deal is I can't afford to move into the country. You know, you can't buy a, it's hard to buy an acreage nowadays unless you yeah. kind of like fall into it. But my thinking is get in. What was that you know, supposed to mean? That you're fa <laughs> you got it from your family. Like you, you got 
That's the you reason. You get everything were... handed to you. I'm not yeah. saying he got yeah. handed to him. He got into it that way. Yeah. You want to um, pay my mortgage and tell me I got fucking handed that thing? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because I'll gladly let you. <laughs> what I'm saying is get like, um, get hooked up with like, hey, this, you know, get eggs from you guys and milk from mm. another place and my meat from uh from You don't like goat milk? Keys. I need to bring you guys some goat Never milk. Had bring, goat I don't know. Bring, bring some meat. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring try some. It. We just made our first batch of cheese too. I seen that. And Shabray made bread with the whey off of the cheese. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking that's something I've thought about for years. Mom used to make her own bread, and yeah. that's something I considered like so, it was fucking phenomenal bread. And I so the cool thing that Shabray made was she took you know you take the you take the milk and you add like your cultures and stuff and you warm it up and then you get the curds and you run that through cheesecloth and let it drip the whey out of it right to separate the curd and the whey and then she took that whey. And instead of adding like milk and eggs and all this stuff to make your dough for bread, it, all she had to do was add flour to that way, and it already had everything it needed to make bread. You didn't have to add milk or or hmm. uh, eggs or anything. Right. It's pretty interesting. And now she started a sourdough starter, which you don't have to add yeast to make the bread. It's like a self it's like it it reproduces on its own so you basically you feed this jar of shit right you feed it certain stuff i dude it's weird yeah so you like feed it once a week if it's in the refrigerator right so you feed it once a week and then you basically every every week you like take half of it and discard it but once it's growing at a certain rate you take whatever you discard you just take that and make bread with it. And what you don't need yeast stuff? and shit. It's like a sourdough bread starter. Huh. And it's like a self yeast generating. It's like a microorganism. Well, it's like a, it's like its you own. You do the same thing in your pants. Right. Bottled up yeast <laughs> infection. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's, you just make it in like a quart jar and it's like its own little microorganism in this. It's like a bacteria ball, basically, I think. Huh. And it's weird, dude. It's crazy. Hmm. But it's like you don't need yeast. You don't need anything. And you just keep feeding this thing and right. take some of it. Boom. You got your starter for your bread. And yeah. But it's like it's pretty it's pretty incredible how you can get by without much of anything. Right. And see, my thinking is, you know, set up my my community or whatnot and, you know, get eggs and milk and stuff from you yeah, guys. Just barter and meat from, from, yeah. yeah. So then when this harder situations hit. That those are already in line and everything's already lined up because it's not feasible for everybody to move out in the country and do right. their own shit. So that's that's the way you know that it would work best for me, I think. But yeah. So I guess I view this this as just um you know just another thing to kind of push people more into self sufficiency and you know yeah. being prepared on their own. I guess. But I'm I'm very proud of my wife for the steps that she's taking towards right being self-sufficient i mean she's got like this whole journal that she writes all this shit down so if there's no you know she finds an article online yeah she writes all that shit out in this journal on exactly how to do something so you know she when she can't just google it right she's always got it right there and why doesn't she just print it you know i i kind of asked that same (laughs) thing but 
Because it's not. There's just as, something about having nice. it in your own, written down. Yeah, in a book. she's Absolutely. got it in her own. You know, she's got this big homesteading journal. It's I can kind of understand that. Cover like that's something you, that you she, can pass down, like over yeah. the ages. Like it, you pass down a bunch of printed out sheets out of a three ring. <laughs> Don't throw that like, away. My grandmother wow, thanks, printed Mom. that 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm I'm very proud of her for how she's you know because she wasn't into all this shit when we met. She wasn't. Right you know aware of all this these kind of right right world situations that could happen and she's really like oh yeah this shit could get bad and yeah you know i want to be able to survive yeah. on our own and that's one thing that we've been doing more of too is just like buying books and you know writing stuff yeah. down and because like we think we're the and i've said this before we think we're a genius generation you know we're the only reason we're smart is because we got google we ask google and everything yeah we're the exactly. stupidest generation on the planet because we have yeah. literally have the, you know, the knowledge of the entire world at our fingerprints, our fingertips. You know, yeah. there was something one of my teachers said in high school <clears throat> that comes across my mind every now and then. Like he said, if you were to travel back in time to like the castle age or whatever, you'd be considered a genius because you know so much about the world. <laughs> be like, man. If I couldn't no, Google I it, fucking, I wouldn't know like, shit. No, I fucking wouldn't. I'd be like, yeah, there's electricity and stuff and neutrons and photons. And they'd just be looking at me and be like, yeah, you, just that stuff. Yeah, and then you'd be burned at the stake for being anything. <laughs> be like that. That'd just be dumber than the rest of them back then. <laughs> yep, nobody'd believe you. Uh, I know the words that the textbooks told me, but I don't actually know how any of it works to prove it to you. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of guys too that are doing like you know in the prepper community. What they'll do is they'll set up a cell phone, like as their you know their their uh, end of the world cell phone or whatever. So when everything goes down, they got everything on it still. Like you can download the entire catalog of Wikipedia and have really? that offline, so you can still look up stuff. They download like tons of information on it, like medical apps and and all sorts of stuff. So when the grid is down, they still have access to to a, a lot idea, of that information. Really. That'd be useful, right? And I want to do that. And then remember, I was as telling long you guys as you can keep that phone charged, right? Remember, I was telling you guys about those um, devices <sighs> that I got where you can text um, yeah. mm-hmm. offline or whatnot. Yeah, you know, have that hooked up to those phones so you can still, you know, basically use not that. You know, that's saying, well, what do you need phones for or whatever? But right. still, it's just, you know, modern conveniences are, are kind of nice, and that'd be a, a helpful thing And yeah. a time like that, I guess. But um, you think that you think that type of thinking is, uh, I think it used to be considered radical. Like, um, you know, like yeah, preppers, prepping and... Preppers uh, used to be the fucking... Vietnam vets who thought the world was always out to get them and everybody thought they were just some crazy old fucking man that, you know. Right. Now I think it's a lot more. Was a conspiracy more. theorist and a fucking wackadoodle. Now I think it's a lot more main mainstream though. Don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's like, becoming I don't more think... mainstream. I think there's a lot more people getting into it because right. there's a lot more people understanding that maybe the world is out to get them. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Um, box, you, you mentioned something about who the, ra- like, who are actually the radicals. You remember what you were talking about? Yeah. You actually posted the meme on our Facebook page, like right after I saw it. 
and that's what inspired me to put that on there is that meme of who radicalized you. And it says, the guy responding says, I'm not radicalized. You're just so fucking batshit crazy that you've been brainwashed to believe that I'm, I'm, I'm radical. radical. So who 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 are the extremists at this point? Like us or well, the other side? Or are there no such thing as extremists right I, now? I think it could very easily, depending person to person, I think that is a very... Uh, what would you call that? When it depends on each person's opinion. Subjective. subjective. Yeah. That's a very subjective thing as to who's I don't believe radical. So. Um I, the reason I say that is because we're so divided that we see each side sees the other side as radical. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you are a person living in a city uh, don't, you know, you may not even watch the news. You don't care about the news, but you're on social media a lot. And all you see is, you know, these articles or headlines of mass shootings and all this stuff. And you see that states are passing constitutional carry and there's no, no, the way they word all these stories of people passing constitutional carry is, absolutely no regulation, no background check required. You can just carry a gun anywhere you want to go all this shit right and you would rightly so think that these people are fucking lunatics you would think like who the fuck would not want to be trained and just and, and have no regard for anything and just carry a gun around like you would think that person is crazy if you were that person who grew up in the middle of the city and or a suburb and, and never had anything mm. to worry about your entire life you know like we're so separated from a large majority of the United States population. You know, I think a large, I, I guess I don't know the percentage, but a lot of people live in urban areas now more so than, you know, it's obviously going more that way every year. More and more people are living or the population is more and more urban. Mm -hmm. And, people who live in urban areas don't think the same way we do. And I, that's why I think it's subjective is because yeah, every, I, every aspect of your life may, you know, make you think about a certain group of people a different way. We obviously look at ourselves as the way this country started. Right. So the people who started this country, think a lot more along the same lines of how we think. Therefore, we are not radical. We are traditionally American, right? We love freedom. We're fighting for our God-given rights. And and we're keeping it that same. We're trying to stay along that same path of why this country was created and how it was created. Therefore, we don't think of ourselves as radical. We yeah. think of the other side, the people who are trying to change that as right. Yeah, but if you take it like, let's just take a step back. Like, and I would agree with you, Johnson, to a certain extent. But if you take a step back and look at the two sides, like look at what they stand for, even if you list the the main points of each side, like I don't think that there's any way that you can think that you can look at. I just want to be left alone, live my life, teach my children, raise my raise my own food, just just be self-sufficient be left alone 
I don't think there's there was a way that you can look at that and say that it's radical. But that's not that's how they, not, that's not the wording that they would use. No, to they would turn it around and talk about how it affects how our lifestyle affects them. Right, but that's not the truth of it. Like I'm saying, if you could it's, truly step back and look at it, you know, from an unbiased like. Say someone came in that was just well. I think that goes for both sides, Sam. I don't think I don't think I think people who are pretty far left, not not people in the government, but citizens who tend to lean pretty far left and are anti-gun, pro-abortion, all this shit. I don't think they're people who who would view people who just want left alone as radical. They view people who are pro-gun anti you know who are very right-leaning they view those people as radical we're not talking about just people who want to be left alone but that's essentially what aren't on social media who just live their day by day and do whatever i feel like that's that's not radical to them i feel like that's more what the right wing is is starting to 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 move towards though just leave me the alone i don't think so we're pushing more and more towards we need to Get rid of the ATF, anti-government. I mean, we push it all the time. We're, I wouldn't say. Also, sorry to interrupt. I wouldn't say right wing. I would say gun culture in that in that particular instance. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, but I'm talking never. about the entire right wing. I'm I'm talking about like, you know, you got left wing, center, and right wing. I'm talking about the entirety of the right wing movement. Seems to be just leave me the hell alone. I disagree. I don't know about that. I it's would say not, the geo, like the, I would say the Republican part of that movement is more like, you know, um, obsessed with government control to a certain extent and everything. But the overall, you know, the overall actual right wing part of it is just leave me the hell alone. I don't think so. I think that's more center people is just leave me alone. I think more right wing. I don't think that's a are, center idea. I do. Because there's not a single left-wing person that thinks that Left-wing, I think, to me, left-wing is more government. Center is leave me alone. Right-wing is abolish all government. That's what it's trending towards. Get rid of the government, smaller government, get rid of, get, abolish the ATF, abolish all these three-letter organizations, all this shit. I think right-wing people, not government. I'm not talking Republicans in the Senate, any of this shit. I'm not talking any kind of government. I'm talking citizens as a whole. Right-wing citizens are pushing anti-government. We want less government or small government. Center people are just saying, I want left the fuck alone. Let me do what I want. And left-wing people are pushing more government. I don't know. There's still Republican citizens that are all for more government. I I agree. Plenty of them. But uh, but I think in... I think as a whole, I, I think the majority of far right wing people, of right wing people, are against government control, want less government uh, interference, want less government as a whole. I think center people are like, I don't care, just leave me the hell alone. And I think left wing people are. We would like to depend on the government, please. You're with the government and you're here to help. Will you help me, please? I think I, I think this is all speculation on our part because... Well, like I said, Obviously, subjective. we we live in bum nowhere. Yep. <laughs> we have very little... Like the other day, I saw somebody online talk about how 
$300,000 is like average price for a house these days. I was like, bull fucking shit. Yeah. So I looked it up and it was 100% true. And yep. I'm like, I realized, oh, well, I live in my little fucking hole here I- <laughs> where I can buy a house for $50,000 yeah. for nothing. So I, I think we have a pretty skewed outlook on something like that. That So I'm, Sam wrote down on the board for this topic, who, who's the radical? So maybe we could define what radical actually means or a radical is. I would personally say someone who is polar opposite than you in views, political views, and vocal about it. I wouldn't even say vocal about it because social media has made so many yeah, people vocal that don't do a fucking thing. That's um, true. I would say people who are active about it, who go out and push for it. Um, and that's that's what leads me to believe that the left is radical more than the right because right wing people, there's a few protests here and there. There's like, you know, the January freedom convoy, 6th. you know, the freedom convoy in Canada. There's yeah, the January 6th thing. But the entire summer of what was it, 2019, when we burned down half of Minneapolis and you know, there's there was a lot of protests that had a lot of damage caused and to me that is radical going out and destroying things and and you know uh hurting people destroying property going out and protesting violently not just a peaceful protest just going out and causing mayhem in the streets that to me is radical and that's why i would say that the left is more radical because I would say 95% of the people involved in that were left-leaning people. So radical is actually defined as advocating or based on thorough or complete political or social change, representing or supporting an extreme or progressive section of a political party. Well, there you go, progressive. That should tell you all you need to know. Well, an extreme. (laughs) Well, by that definition, you could have one... Either side, Either like side the left be. being, you know, more government control and the think... right being abolish, you know, pretty yeah. much everything. Yeah. But I think if you think a completely unbiased person were to look at it and you see the one side, okay, I just want to be left alone. Leave me alone. Let me do my business. And the other side saying somebody else that you've never met should be in, con- in entire control of your life. That doesn't, I mean, what are they going to say is more radical? Obviously. That one hundred percent divine def- depends on on the wording and the argument. Yeah. There. You How can't, uh, you, you like you you the you're bleh, bleh, <laughs> you're saying you are one making side. one sound totally innocent and fine, and yeah. trying to make the other side sound as bad as possible but that's but that's, that's not what an unbiased view right. of each so, but side how can you write it. that how can you say that in either way like that's that's essentially what it is leave me alone that's it that's my entire that's my entire political views leave me alone whereas you look at how do you write where they they would also include don't care about anyone let all the all this racial oppression continue on all this other bullshit yeah. That's how no, let, let people die in the street. Don't care about anyone. Le- no, no. Like you let's boil it down. Let's boil it down to its base then. Leave me alone. We don't got to add any of the other stuff. What would you say the other the left-wing viewpoint is as opposing viewpoint is? Help me. Help people. 
Yeah, they would probably put something about them there and caring about everyone. That's straight fucking communist playbook right there. I know. So how can you say you could still, there's no way to say that that's not radical. And how is it, how is help, help people, how is that radical? Because that's how they're, that's how they view their side is. We need to, you know, people are suffering from uh, mental health problems and mental instabilities and people aren't being included. People are being, people aren't being included. No, f- Seriously, that's how these people view themselves. I, yes, is they, I know. You know, uh, transgender people and, you know, all these people are, are being oppressed. There's oppression. There's racism. There's all this stuff that's going on, and we need to help those people. And you don't care about that. No, leave me alone. Yeah, you that's just... That's not my problem. Yeah, so you yeah, don't care, you don't you don't care about, about anyone. anyone. And all you want is your guns and to be left alone. And, yes. And you don't care about anybody, and you just want your guns so that you can shoot up any of these people who come to your house. That's how those people view you. They view you as I understand radical. that. I understand that. So to an unbiased person, uh, to answer your question, I would say they would go left. Yep. An unbiased person would see, because would I see the he, argument. There's Okay, so there's a, a left person and a person who just wants to be left alone. This left person is going to say, we just want to help everyone. We don't want anybody to feel excluded. We want everyone yeah, but to feel included. We want everyone to get that the help is, that is they the need. That, Let me finish. There's Everyone wants help. Right. There's all these different groups of people who need help and who are oppressed and need help. That's what the left side person is going to argue. And your argument is going to be, I just want left alone. I don't care about anyone. I just want left alone. What is that person who's listening to the two of you going to fucking side with? Well, that guy's just asking to help people. This guy's a fucking asshole. He just wants fucking, he just wants everybody to leave him alone. He's just a fucking prick. Yeah, but how are they helping? taking that doesn't matter that doesn't matter all you're saying though all you're saying all you're putting out there is the peachy keen part of it you know the rainbows and unicorn farts yes then that's not that's not what it is we understand that but as a as a person who has no opinion on the matter but if you present the actual facts and say how are we going to help people we're going to take 50 percent everybody else's income is that okay no that's fucking radical i understand but that's not how you get somebody to switch sides how do you think california got to where it is by telling people the fucking fairy tale ending. I understand that, but I'm saying to a completely unbiased verse person, if you if you gave them the facts, how they're going to help people. People don't all of those hear facts. facts. I know, but I'm just saying. Like let's let's take let's start with a completely blank slated person. You didn't you didn't know anything about nothing. All it was was completely unbiased. If you gave them the facts, frankly, I don't see how you could say that you know, a government run system is if not everybody, radical. if everybody knew the facts, we wouldn't be in this situation. The problem is, agree. is that this facts are suppressed and they, and the, the way people get information these days, the facts are suppressed or you're told that the facts are lies. Right. Right. Independent fact checkers. They will blatantly lie to you to tell you that one side is wrong. Well, That's I, just I, the I way it works now. Small interruption here. Our group got a a, a, a quality warning On the Facebook? other day. Yeah, because they um, said you've been your there's been false information posted in your group. It was that post about big, f- foot. big f- I saw that. <laughs> I was like, thanks, f-ing idiots. <laughs> Cause my wife, that's told, my wife told me about that. There was a Bigfoot sighting in Iowa. There really was. It's been that post has been all over the country. It's debunked. For every other 
And I, I just State. shared it in the group because it was humorous or That's whatever. That's what I thought. I thought it was. But they said it just happened recently, and there's like, like, oh, look at all these vegetation. photos. I was like, no. Look at all these green trees. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So I, I don't think we're. At, gonna, I can look at trees right now. The only thing that's green are conifers. I don't think it. I don't think we'll. Green. I don't think we'll reach a uh, uh, consensus. A consensus. I think on probably not. I do have one thing to say though. Um, He's talking you were, today. Wow. I told you I was saving <laughs> it. <laughs> I've had some whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized our photos that's are not on the back wall. Yeah, two of them had fell down when I came oh. in here, so I pulled the third one off. Okay. So we're gonna Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Do I something just... else. Squirrel. Anyways, you were talking about, well, we've been talking about what an unbiased person would view as radical in this situation. And I th- still think they would go left because the left, all their views seem to be based off of emotion and feeling and stuff like that. Yes. And, and uh-huh. the easy route. Yes. Right. That's not what so they would, we're all based off of. So they, they would, would tend to go what appears to be the most caring easy most emotional route yeah rather than so they would lean left and think the people on the right are radical yeah. is what you're saying. and that's one thing yeah. that i absolutely despise i j- absolutely everything despise is based on emotion about the left everything is based on emotion yeah. and but when you get down to it they're the most cold-hearted sadistic yes. pieces of trash yep. that i've ever met in my entire life they give a Just lot of f-ks until they come to or, see someone that disagrees with them yeah right like you should die yeah oh we're all about love and we love to include everyone yep that thinks like us i voted for the other side you piece of shit i hope you die yep yeah it's 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 pathetic um uh, for the party of inclusion and right love tolerance there is no tolerance yeah zero tolerance speaking of tolerance um this has been all over, but the whole Will Smith situation. Oh, and good. No, did you guys? I wasn't. I'm not going to talk about that too much. But you guys see Mike Tyson? Yeah. Smash somebody in an airline the other day. Yeah. No. Uh, he was sitting there, and some idiot, like behind him, was just messing with him and talking shit. And I think at one point he like threw a water bottle at him or some stuff, something like that. So he beat the f- out of him. So there's video of of him just and pummeling him Good. and you know that's kind of my thought was you know for some reason we've got to the point where society is like all violence is bad there's no reason for violence bullshit okay then why was that guy being violent if he's throwing shit at him right can't you consider that violent? so i never heard he threw anything about him, at that, him. i heard he was just like he was drunk and excited and trying to get an autograph and wouldn't shut the fuck up well, either way, I, I'm not sure exactly what had happened. I watched the video and then it I cut. Bet Mike Tyson punched him in the face, made him shut up. See, oh yeah. And here, <laughs> and, and, and to my to my point, I miss. Look at that fucking picture of him pouting. Oh, Is that yeah. not incredible? I yeah. love that picture. He's like, oh, let me see. Yeah. What a bitch. To my point, is um, somehow we've we've got we've got away from the. Th- if you say something stupid. Like there should people think there should be no consequences to whatever you say. Yep. And that's not that's that's not that's not a, a civilized society. You shouldn't be able to say whatever you want. Sometimes you're gonna stay, say stupid shit and you're gonna get your face beat in for it. And I think that's a good yep. thing. I don't think that's a bad thing. And and you might have to people the people that do it might have to live with the consequences of of you know the assault or whatever it is. 
But in the in the age of social media, where you can say whatever the fuck you want and there's no consequences, I think people deserve to get their face beat in sometimes. Yeah. Mike Tyson himself had a pretty excellent quote years ago about this very th- very thing. He I said, saw that. Yeah. Social media has made you all way too comfortable with disrespecting someone and not getting your face punched in. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. I I still that reminds me. All of this reminds me of that video of you ever see that dude sitting by the window and the lady's like excuse me do you mind if uh my daughter sits in that seat she likes to have the window seat and when we're landing it really helps calm her down and he he just looks at her and he says ma'am even if i wanted to give your daughter this seat i think it's more important she that she learns a lesson that that's not how the world works you don't just always get what you want she's like are you fucking serious and he just sits there and is eating his peanuts <laughs> it's like <laughs> Valid touche, sir. Yeah, 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 I suppose. Um, But, yeah, and I I guess I brought up, I mentioned the Will Smith thing at the beginning of that, and it doesn't really matter how you feel on that subject, you know, whether you just thought he was, I think that everybody agrees that was stupid of him to do. I I think everyone agrees that he's a pussy whip bitch and that his wife's a real cunt. Right, yeah, (laughs) like, he doesn't need to defend that, like... (laughs) It's just, it's ridiculous. But. I mean, the fact of the matter is he laughed when Chris Rock said the joke until his wife looked at him. Then he was like, oh, oh I'm shit. supposed to be mad. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to yeah. get to watch her later tonight unless I go up and slap him. Yeah. But can you imagine how out of, out of touch, like, even if you wanted to, like, wait until after you're not on national television and yeah. then go and address the situation. Slap him afterwards. Who cares? Like, don't right. hijack the entire nation's, you know, the, the entire TV show yeah. for, like, your own personal own personal thoughts but um anyways the reason i brought that up because i think it goes hand in hand like he made a joke and it was uh, whether you thought it was off color or not sometimes you deserve to get smacked in the face for shit but frankly i'm pretty positive that was all fake yeah i don't i don't think so did you see the way like chris never he never he had his hands behind his back every it was it was the uh just hands behind his back he was holding a fucking mic no, uh, not when he walked up. I'm no, pretty sure he had his, stand. he had his hands behind his back. I'm pretty sure the whole thing just looks scripted to me. From the way Smith raised his hand to the slap, and you know he turned his face like they do and everything. I think it was all scripted. So That's they just, scripted it, and then they still banned him from the academy for ten years, huh? I I think so. Yes. Why would he agree to that? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> hey, there's not an up single upside here in this for you, Will. You want to yeah. do it? Absolutely. I, I don't know. I just think I don't think it was scripted. I don't think so at all. It just the slap. Maybe maybe they're in he show business. hard, man. Maybe they're in show business for too long, and they that's just how they slap. I don't know, but <laughs> it just looks scripted to me. Uh, that was that was stupid. my thoughts on it. Uh, the Mike Tyson thing was not scripted. That that was nice. It I looked scripted it. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? He was just leaning over the seat, just beating. Oh, it was, it was fan. Just a bitch about media. Of course, I saw headlines about this. Mike Tyson nearly kills man on plane. Like, <laughs> f*** you. He punched him in the head a few times. He, like, barely had any blood on his forehead. Yeah. Like, I could do as much damage to somebody's face yeah. as that. He's, like, he yeah. didn't lose consciousness. He just sat there and cried for a little bit. <laughs> he didn't nearly kill someone. Did, did they, what did the plane, what, like, what did the flight attendants do? Did anything? He got up and left, like, immediately, I think. 
Tyson so did? Yeah, so they didn't do anything. What do you mean he got up and left? He, the, wasn't the plane No, like they were going? grounded. He got oh. up and walked off the plane. Oh, they hadn't even taken off or anything yet. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> Can you imagine how stupid you got to be to be to give one of the greatest boxers in the world one of shit? the tough yeah one of the strongest one of knockout the angriest motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. someone right. who's known for being yeah. a psycho I mean have you seen how many fucking mushrooms this dude eats on a daily basis <laughs> no. dude he's been on some podcasts like and fucking they're like oh we got some mushrooms and they, oh fuck yeah and he's like hammering these motherfuckers it's like this dude. Ain't afraid of shit. He'll well, no. <laughs> Did you see that video? The guy pulled a gun on him, and everybody is diving for cover, and he's just like, "What?" He didn't even <laughs> he didn't even flinch. Freak. And yeah. then the guy ended up putting his gun away and apologizing. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> he is a scary, scary man. Yeah, I I like him though. I there's I something about him. He's an interesting character. It is. It's the list. It's not his list. I think <laughs> if it, there's one thing I don't like about him, it's that. It's, I love that, dude. I, Mike it, Tyson. I think it's like the perfect combination, like just the scariest, just, angriest, biggest, meanest motherfucker there is. And he's got that little voice, and he talks like this. <laughs> you know, like I don't know what it it's is like about a cartoon. that. Yeah, it's, it's like, like somebody designed him in utero, oh, man. Yeah. Like how do you? How do you? That is the perfect combination of shit. To oh, I right. Love it. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree. I would agree. Like they had so many credits to design the perfect fighting machine, and then they're like, <laughs> they ah, we don't have, have anything left over for a good voice." Right? <laughs> yeah, we can't make him sound like a badass. Fuck. Yeah. Did you ever see the whole deal with him on stage with uh, Eddie Murphy? Yeah, Eddie Murphy made a joke about him. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. they're, you know, couldn't you say something a little more, Mike Tyson? Yeah, so we would. Mike looks at him. <laughs> and he's standing right behind him. He grabs him and puts him in a joke hole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, no, I, I love didn't that. See that. I didn't see that. Yeah, good stuff. Huh. Yeah. Well, we don't have a, a weird news to finish off with, but we do have the Johnson. You're talking about the the Russian uh, suicide deal. What's uh, what's going on? With <laughs> yeah. All that so stuff? in the last uh, in the last couple months, there's been. Uh, quite a few of these Russian millionaires and oligarchs that are part of uh, like their... What exactly is an oligarch? I think it's just... A rich businessman that has political influence. Yeah. Hmm. Basically That's like one their... one of the definitions anyways. Basically one of their... Uh, the higher-ups in these companies that are, that are tied in with the government, like the energy corporations mm-hmm. and medical corporations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these guys have found... have been found dead... Uh, since the invasion of Ukraine um, of apparent murder-suicides where they'll, like, kill their wife and children and then kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been, like, yeah, five or six of them have been found since the beginning of the invasion of Ukraine. A lot of them are, like, living out of the country mm-hmm. and are found, like, in their multi-million dollar apartments or country mm-hmm. estates in Spain or France or several of them with similar MOs the wife yeah, and kids uh, stabbed wife and, and kids stabbed to death and there's a there's a suicide note with the body you know with that person and I think um, on a lot of these I've seen um, there've been no fingerprints on the murder weapon hmm. <laughs> that's near them and like that yeah, it seems that sort of that sort of crime, like a murder suicide, kill your wife and and kids, and then kill yourself, like it happens, obviously. But I think that type of person, you know, that type of mentality is few and far between. 
And for the fact that it's happened several times like, with specifically Russian oligarchs, like that's very suspicious. Very yeah. suspicious. Well, I'm going to go against Ukraine. You guys know there's 37,000 Russian <laughs> oligarchs and 1,200 of them commit suicide every year. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> They're just offing themselves in record numbers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, um, the other thing is that a lot of these have been uh, living in other countries because they are have been vocal about being against the... The um, the war in Ukraine. The war in Ukraine, yeah. The so invasion it's KGB offing them. Yeah, it, it's, that's what my thoughts are. I guess is what the they... weird th- the weird thing is that they haven't. I, I guess I don't quite understand why all the wives and children are also being killed. Like, why aren't they being poisoned and you know like because they're sending a, a message to other people to yeah don't we'll, we'll kill us. your fucking family too. One hundred percent, I suppose. I would bet that that's the situation. One of them, one of them was found. I think the one that was killed in Spain, um, his older daughter found the, found the family. Mm. So he had like two daughters and a wife, mm-hmm. and the younger daughter and the wife were found stabbed to death. And he, I don't remember if he, he was the one that was hung in his like he was hung in the courtyard of his like fancy house. He was hung in the courtyard with a. A suicide note on his body and um their their older daughter came home to find all of them dead that's a bummer rough makes for a rough rest of your life after you find that yeah shit. yeah that's uh just talking about strange coincidences today that seems that's too much you know that many yeah. of the exact same mo and stuff going on. That's just uh, yeah. There's something. Yeah, else it seems it seems strange that the wife and children would consistently be dead. <laughs> you right. know, like every single one of these. And like you said, it's been five or six that have happened since the end of February. So right. Hmm. Odd. Very odd. Yeah, well, it seems a bit suspicious. Seems very North Korea to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, very KGB. Oh, you're high up. And you uh, have a lot of money and have some influence in the political party and you are opposed, you are also dead. You dead. I don't <laughs> think the KGB is a thing anymore, Sam. Mm. I, what do you mean? I beg to differ. I believe it's still very Pretty strong. sure the KGB went by the wayside quite a long time well, ago. Well, they said it went by the wayside. They might call themselves something different now. It's kind of like the CIA. There's still going to be a secret organization of people who do bad shit around the world for Russia. Yeah. I don't know if they're technically called the KGB anymore, but I feel like the core essential of what the KGB was still exists in Russia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ever noticed Putin, he always walks with one arm, like one arm doesn't swing. Mm-mm. It's because he's got an AK tucked in his sleeve. <laughs> Actually, that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a KGB thing. And I, I didn't look into why they do that, really, but a lot of KGB agents will walk like that. So I assume maybe... Weird. Maybe there was some, sort of, that? some sort of weapon. I, I was watching a thing on Putin. Facebook. I feel a, like that would make it real. really easy to identify KGB. <laughs> right. I don't know. There was something... I'll, I'll look into it a little bit more, but there was something going on there, the reason they did that or something. There They're like a, super spies, but then they do this one thing that's totally f***ing off. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm KGB. <laughs> Wear a sign on their back. Yeah. yeah. KGB agents, they're really 
difficult to spot unless you see their giant placard on their back that says KGB. <laughs> they got that tattoo on their forehead, dead giveaway. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I also did see that uh, one of the, oh, damn it, the Pope canceled a meeting with the Orthodox, the high up Russian um, cardinal. I don't remember what the fuck he is. But the high up dude in the church in Russia mm-hmm. um, canceled the meeting with him uh, this month because he has been very outspokenly in support of the invasion of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And it's like supposedly the whole church is kind of like up in a tizzy. The Catholic Church and the Orthodox Catholic Church is kind of up in a tizzy about them disagreeing with each other and not wanting to talk to each other and shit. Cause that's like very unforeseen that a, like a world event like this would change the, the church and the Pope is like, no, you supported that. You're out. Hmm. And it's just like, I hadn't heard of anything canceled, about that. uh, any communication with him and stuff like that. So, huh? I think they call them like cardinals or something. Like I don't it's the remember. Pope and then the cardinal. Like the there's yeah, a bunch of cardinals with and the, the but with the Orthodox, the Russian Orthodox. I don't. I'm not gonna look it up. I don't. Matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. But no, I had he wears a funny hat. So they all do. I mean, they all do. Do you guys think that the Church has a lot more to do with world events than like the Catholic Church and the Pope and all that? Do you think that? The Vatican has a lot more to do with world events than what we see from the outside. Uh, I'm sure to a certain extent. I wouldn't say that like they're they're hugely um, uh, influential, but I I would bet they have more to do with than we know of. Yeah, like I don't think they're just like a little you know operating on their own and don't get involved with anything. I think they yeah. they do have some influence, but I don't think it's massive or anything. They got their own army and shit like. Mm-hmm. Heavily armed uh, weaponry and shit for yeah. guarding the city. Interesting. We should. Uh, I should look more into that. That's. I've always found that kind of interesting. Their own little city like, state. Because the whole. I don't know. I feel like the Catholic Church has. Uh, there's. I. I believe not necessarily only the Catholic Church, but I feel like all these giant religious uh, entities have like a huge control over certain like major world superpowers and shit. Yeah. Kinda well, I'm sure. Could pull the strings on a lot of people. Yeah, I'm sure. Because sure. they have fuck loads of money. Yeah. Well, you guys got any uh, closing thoughts before we call her an episode? Bueller, anybody? No? Mm, nope. All right. Good talk. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a fun one, of course, as usual. Uh, remember to visit our sponsors, Ballistic Imagery at BallisticImagery.com and Shyworks at Shyworks.com, as well as uh, on their social media. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much all we got for you today, guys. It was an, another fun one. Thanks for sticking around. Make sure you check us out every two weeks on Wednesday night, live on our Facebook, as well as our website, uh, www.LifeShortLiveFree.com, and on YouTube as well. We go Live at 8.30 p.m. Central Time every other Wednesday. You can join in the conversation. Have a good time. If you enjoy what we do, also make sure to check out our subscribe star. You can you can donate and help us out for less than the price of a cup of coffee. And uh, we also we also give you perks and, and freebies for, for helping us out. So make sure you check that out. We greatly appreciate it. 
That's all we got for you today, guys. Thanks for sticking around. Until we talk to you next time, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. Defund the ATF. And repeal the NFA. Drill the third hole. Grow food, become ungovernable. <laughs>